Hello, and welcome to the Refresh Podcast, where we aim to take a deeper dive into our faith and extend the conversation beyond Sunday morning. It's been a while since I've done a refreshed episode, so long that it's taken a while to readjust to making an episode. Questions like, where do I begin? What do I talk about? And since the world moves faster and faster every day, will whatever I talk about feel relevant in a week or two? But once I finally found something to talk about, it all kind of came together. And it feels like a genuine refreshed episode because not only are we taking a deeper dive into a familiar concept, we're also going down the musical rabbit hole. Before we do that, we need to catch up on what's been going on since our Vital Conversations series ended. If you've been keeping up with Citrus Church, you'll know that we're in the middle of our sermon series on the book of Isaiah and also wrapping up our Bible study on the book of Galatians. It's interesting how these books were written hundreds of years apart, but still relate to what we're going through nearly 2,000 years later. The book of Isaiah prophesies about the impending judgment and punishment of Israel by the hands of the Assyrians and the Babylonians. Though that sounds dire, Isaiah also offers a second message, one of hope. Hope that God will restore Israel and fulfill the promise to send a king to lead Israel in the ways of God. Though Isaiah is a book of judgment, it still offers hope that we will reconnect with God and reminds us that we still need God today. In the book of Galatians, we see Paul writing to the Gentile or non-Jewish Christians of Galatia about their adoption of what he calls a new gospel, a gospel preached to them by Jewish Christians who seek to bound the Galatians to the laws of the Israelites. Through the language Paul uses in this letter, it's easy to see he's very upset and surprised at the Galatians' decision to adopt the works of the law. Paul urges the Galatians to see that Christ's sacrifice on the cross delivered us from the works of the law and liberates us from any form of performance-based religion. Paul's message to the Galatians again reminds us that we need God and we need to remain focused on the path set before us. Which brings me to today. I don't need to recap any of the news or events over the last month and a half or this month alone to explain why we still need God. And we need God more than ever. From that sentence alone, recent headlines or whatever is going on in your personal life are flashing across your mind. Every day it feels like there's new things to worry about, like there's new issues pushing our anxieties into overdrive. And like we're more separate on issues that affect our communities, our country, and our world. For me, the biggest question that I keep coming to, and that you've probably asked yourself, is where is God in all this? It brings me back to our studies on Ecclesiastes. In a world where nothing's really new and injustice and some form of oppression still takes place, where is God? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if someone asks that same question every day of their life. However, as we've established, especially through our series on Genesis and Joshua, God is at work in us and in the world, working to make all things right. Any trials we face are not God seeking to punish us, but serve as reminders of why we still need God. Reminders, whether they're for life lessons or scheduling, either way, they're important. And You know how I feel about songs that serve as reminders. Over the last few weeks, we've been singing a new song by David Leonard. You may remember him as one half of the group All Sons and Daughters. Since the breakup of the band, David Leonard has continued to release music, and earlier this year, 
He released a new song entitled Every Hour. In an interview, Leonard recounts how the song came together in a surprising way. He recounts, Every hour was birthed when I was leading worship at my dad's college, where, for the past 30 years, he was a pastor. My father was leaving to become the pastor at my home church. So, during one of his last gatherings at the college, he asked me to lead worship. I was doing Matt Mayer's Lord, I Need You, and out of that song, a spontaneous moment happened, which is special because I'd never written a song that was birthed out of the same place that taught me how to lead worship. He goes on to say, just like everybody else through these last couple of years, I've really realized that the need for God is great. For me, I tend to try to make reminders and to try to live in a space of constantly trying to remember, and this song has been that for me. Now, I think we could all agree with Leonard's words, but the mention of Lord, I Need You was surprising to me. So, being the music nerd I am, I wanted to see what I could find on the song. In yet another interview, Matt Mayer had this to say. This song was written with four other songwriters, Christian Stanfield, Christy Knuckles, and two of Chris Tomlin's bandmates, Jesse Reeves and Daniel Carson. It was really a process of collaboration. About halfway through the process of writing this song, Jesse said the song reminded him of the hymn, I Need Thee Every Hour. I definitely respond to that revelation that our worth and our value are established in the facts that we are made in the image of God, and we are redeemed by Jesus. When God looks at us, he sees his son, and that's a powerful truth. My hope is that people, whether a teenager at a Christian music festival or a youth conference or as an adult, would not only go to God in your time of need, my prayer is that you're so hit between the eyes with your need for God and his love that you also go to him with your joy. In your joy, you need to still say, Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour, I need you. Not just in your brokenness and your darkest times. I think that's a struggle for people. A lot of Christians tend to look around and think the world is in a dark place. We're struggling economically, and there's so much division in our country, but there's always a reason to have joy. Now, Matt Mayer takes the same feelings that David Leonard had and expanded on our need for God, while also mentioning another familiar song. Naturally, I had to learn more about it as well. I Need Thee Every Hour was written in 1872. The music was written by Robert Lowry, writer of Nothing But the Blood of Jesus, and the lyrics were written by Annie Sherwood Hawks. Courtesy of the United Methodist Church's Discipleship Ministries, we have her words on the song. Hawks writes, One day, as a young wife and mother of 37 years of age, I was busy with my regular household tasks during a bright June morning in 1872. Suddenly, I became so filled with the sense of nearness to the master that, wondering how one could live without him, either in joy or pain, these words were ushered into my mind, the thought at once taking full possession of me. I need thee every hour. Now, in all the separate accounts, we see a continuous theme. Regardless of their place and time, these songwriters all agree there is a need for God in the good times and the bad. Whether it's after years of health pandemics and political upheaval or following the recovery after a recession or the rebuilding of a country after years of civil war, 
regardless of whether we're in good times or bad, in our struggles and in our joys, there is always a need for God. Going back to David Leonard's words, the need for God is great. Quoting Matt Mayer again on something he said in 2011, I might add, we're struggling economically and there's so much division in our country, but there's always a reason to have joy. Today, in 2022, the same things are true. We're divided. The economy is in a place we probably don't like. But there's always a reason to have joy. Even when our struggles and worries overwhelm us, my prayer is that we are reminded of these words from Psalms 94, 19. When my anxieties multiply, your comforting calms me. To wrap things up, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Refresh Podcast. It's good to be back, and I felt this was a good topic to start off with, and I got to talk about music, so win-win. Coming up, we have plenty of summer meetups planned. For dates, visit citruschurch.org events. In July, we will also be having a one-night-only Bible study on the book of Haggai. Why Haggai? Because this Bible study is taking place in the middle of our next sermon series on Hosea, so it seemed like a good idea to cover another minor prophet. Also, Haggai is short enough for us to cover in one evening, so another win-win. So there you go. You can sign up at citruschurch.org groups. And as always, join us on Sunday mornings, online or in person at Summerlake Elementary at 1030. And with that, we'll catch you next time.